I want to uh, talk to you about American Giant. Back in uh, back in the olden days of the 1960s, 95% of the clothing Americans bought was made here in America. Now in America, 97% is made overseas. A complete reversal of everything. And we're feeling that in every possible way. Jobs went overseas. Everything was shut down here. Well, it's time to rebuild, and that's what American Giant is really all about. In 2012, a clothing factory in North Carolina was going to shut down, and they worked with the factory to invest in new machinery and skill development. Ten years later, they make the best hoodie you'll ever own. These are, you remember the sweatshirts from the 60s that maybe your dad had? That's, that is the kind of sweatshirt they make. They don't make them in America anymore. Nobody does, except for American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Go there now. Buy American and some of the best clothing you'll ever wear. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. the horror there are republicans that want to shut down government which will mean the atf will will no be what are they doing they just want gunplay everywhere with no atf oh my god what's gonna happen what's gonna happen i mean well luckily there's no way anybody could smuggle anything across our border right now because we got that locked up tight they actually said if the government closes down, the border could get out of control. It could get out of control. It is out of control. Oh my gosh. I I want you tell everybody you know it's talking. Anybody who says, oh, we're trying to avoid the shutdown. Look, here's what the Republicans are trying to do. They just think we should shut the government down for 15 days to slow the spread of spending. That's it. That's it. And in 15 days, we'll reevaluate. If they could shut down the United States of America and the small business owners of America generally survived after a year, I don't know. I think the government could go away for a while. And I don't think we'd even notice, honestly. Because all the checks are still going to be going to senior citizens and everything else. Don't let them scare you on that. It's all going to keep coming. 15 days. That's all we ask. 15 days to stop the spread of of spending. Uh, That's all I ask. Really, honestly. Come on, Republicans. Do not blow it this time. More in a minute. First, I want to talk to you about the parallel economy we're building all the time on this program and all across the country. And one of the best examples of the kind of country, a company that belongs in that economy is Patriot Mobile. For a decade, they've been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, the only one 
and I'm proud to partner with them. I have for almost 10 years. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage so you can access any of the three major networks so everybody's on. You don't have to worry about the part of your bill going to fund, you know, the leftist causes. You not only get great service at a great price, but you're also sending a message to the rest of the country. I don't know. I believe in free speech, you know, religious freedom, guns. Really? I, I think we got that sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military, veterans, first responders, you know, those kinds of things. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. This company was was founded to give you great service at a lower price. But part of their mission is to fight for the things that we believe in. 100% U.S.-based customer service team is going to make switching easy for you, whether you keep your number, change it, your phone, you can upgrade, you know, or keep it, whatever you want. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. Free activation today, 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Oh, Pat, Pat, Pat. I want to tell you, I, I want to read a story that was shocking to me. Shocking. Mm. Mm-hmm. I want to see if you can figure out what's going on because experts are confused. Okay. A sparsely populated area of Alaska, home to hundreds of USO, UFO and Bigfoot style sightings, has also seen 20,000 people disappear since 1970. 20,000. 20,000. 20,000. Huh. Well, many have heard about the Bermuda Triangle, which I flew in Bermuda Triangle. Thought honestly thought oh. I was going to die. Thought really? I was going to die. Yeah, we mm-hmm. were in we were going over I don't remember where, Israel or something and had the whole plane, you know, the, the whole family and the crew on the plane and uh and we hit turbulence in the Bermuda Triangle unlike anything I've ever and we had to we had to actually set down in Bermuda oh. to get out of it. It was horrible, and uh, that's when my son-in-law, uh, who w- w- was very uh, nervous on the whole thing, we all mm-hmm. thought we were going to die, but he was a little more dramatic about it. And uh, he got down on the ground and and said to my daughter, "I can't go back on that plane. I can't die that way." And she said, "What do you mean?" And he said, "I'm another." And she said, what do you mean? And she said, he said, all I could think of is if this plane goes down, it'll be reported as Glenn Beck and others died. <laughs> and I, I don't want to die as another. Anyway, so uh, you've heard of the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, now, the so-called Alaskan Triangle has managed to slip largely under the public radar, despite having a missing persons rate of more than double the national average. Located Mm. between Juneau, Anchorage, and the small town of Barrow, the area is reportedly a hotbed of paranormal activity. Explanations for the strange phenomena have ranged from everything from alien activity to powerful electromagnetic fields in the area, similar to those found in the Bermuda Triangle. Mm -hmm. Local legends refer to a Sasquatch creature, terrorizing the towns this includes one settlement called portlock the southern edge of the kenai peninsula which was abandoned in the 1950s after villagers were attacked and killed by an unknown creature 
Oh, man. In recent years, however, the area has the backdrop of thousands of unexplained vanishings. Despite being just 1% inhabited, Alaska, now listen to this. Okay. Only 1% mm. of Alaska is inhabited. Mm-hmm. Despite that, Alaska has far and away the most missing people compared to any other state. The next highest state for missing pers- persons is Arizona. With 12.28, double the national average of 6.5 people per 100,000. But Alaska loses 42.16 people every 100,000. Weird. Yeah, really weird. weird. Now, now, Mm -hmm. the most recent is Shana Oman disappeared while visiting a friend in Fairbanks on June 3rd. Oman had made arrangements to get a ride home with a friend, but then never materialized or returned home. Okay. Mm -hmm. She left without any belongings Mm -hmm. or her dog and everyone's perplexed. Even experienced outdoorsmen are not safe. Mountain rescuer, Gerald DeBerry, 43 went out with a group in the white mountains, 70 miles North of Fairbanks to search for a missing woman, but never returned home. Oh, wow. A year later, his ATV was discovered with the engine switched off, but no sign of him a year later. Various conspiracy theories have been posited. Field researcher Ken Gerhardt told the History Channel that the triangle could be a vile vortice, a a lozenge shape area with increased electromagnetic force. He said the theory is, these particular areas are supercharged with geoelectromagnetic energy. Another doctor. And does it vaporize people? Don't, what? don't be ridiculous. <laughs> don't, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> so what does it do? How is that responsible for people disappearing? It makes things happen that don't usually happen. Uh, okay. Now, FBO expert, <laughs> F, uh, uh, UFO expert, Debbie Ziegelmeyer said that Alaska's sparse population makes it attractive to extraterrestrials Ah. because they can go pretty much wherever they want. That's the Mm. attraction of Alaska. She believes that it might be kidnapping from... By space aliens. Space aliens. Now, Mm. Mm -hmm. cryptozoologist Jeff Backman said... Alaska is the perfect thing because anything could live there. I don't think rattlesnakes, but I digress. Anything of any size could be hiding in the Alaskan wilderness. That is so true. That is so true and so frightening. Mm -hmm. Now, I am a doctor, so I am going to comment on this. (laughs) It also could be that there are lots of big bears in Alaska. And no one's around to hear you scream. Uh, it, it could be that, you know, Alaska's a very big place, and I hear a little chilly at times. Mm-hmm. It could I've be heard that. that you go hiking on a mountain, yeah. and you, you, your footing slips, and you're buried under a lot of snow. Could wow. be, could be. Yeah. I mean, I believe the alien thing. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but you're uh, just throwing out wild I'm other throwing wild out, theories. Yeah, I mean, let me throw out a okay. wild theory. It might be that Alaska has more missing people than any other state. 
mm-hmm. because there's no nothing in most of Alaska. And so you mm-hmm. can get lost and die and yeah. no one will find you except animals that will eat you. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a crazy theory, but yeah, I, I suppose it's possible. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just wanted to see if it's you thought it was much more likely that space aliens took them, you know, for the space probes probes that they're doing the i like the, the idea that, Ala- that alaska is just their playground yeah i love that. you know the playground <laughs> of aliens because they can go anywhere they want anywhere they want anywhere they want there is not a space on mm-hmm. planet earth where just nobody is you know not an it is crowded uh-huh. every everywhere. other place now i could i would point out space is very cold so maybe they like it because it's also very, very cold. Mm. You know, maybe I I'm just saying. That. That's, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, is this the case with the with the Republicans that have told us that they were going to stop the spending and change the culture? And then they appear to go to Washington and then just completely disappear. We never hear from them. Never hear from them. Is it possible? That is. There is a very large electromagnetic force right there in the Capitol in the White House. And it could explain. (laughs) Now, it could be aliens. Mm -hmm. Okay. They could be eaten by bears. Uh, But I've seen fences. I've seen fences now. But people can get past those fences. I've also heard that. Uh, so it might be, I mean, I'm, I'm a doctor, so I am going to just throw this out there that those politicians are just dirt bags. Oh, wow. Yeah. I no, think, I it think it might be. I mean, Is I know it, it can't be I, that. It can't be that. It's probably the aliens. Can't be the, don't yeah. you think? Yeah. Or the I vortex, so. the mm-hmm. lozenge shaped vortex that's right there underneath the Capitol. Yes. Oh, we lost another one. We lost another one. Uh, I'd rather believe the UFO thing than the fact that they're all spineless worms that can't fulfill any of the promises. Oh, seriously, wouldn't you? I mean, this is quite a statement. I mean this sincerely. If one of them looked into the camera and was like, I'm going to I'm going to vote for this big spending bill where we're we're, uh, you know, teaching our kids that they can be anything they want and then we can mutilate them in surgery. And one of them reached up to their eyelid and then just pulled it down a little bit and they were a lizard person. Wouldn't you be like, oh, what a relief. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I get it now. Yes, I'd rather that. I would. I think so. I think so. Uh, all right. If if you are not supporting your House member, uh, assuming, you know, you have a Freedom Caucus member, reach out to the Freedom Caucus members and tell them, keep mm. standing. These 20 have. It's going to get harder so gonna, to oh, do that. So they're going to need support like that. They're going to do everything uh, to yeah. these people. Yes, they everything. Are. Yeah. And if, you know, if you're not clean, if, if you have something to hide, they're just going to destroy out. you. Yes. They'll destroy you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the one thing you can say about these guys is, you know, probably 15 of them haven't done anything illegal or immoral. 15, you think? <laughs> think <laughs> I maybe. was going to say three, but. You think? <laughs> you think maybe three? <laughs> yeah, maybe three. I think we could go for 15. <laughs> All right. That are completely clean, wouldn't end up in prison by something that they're hiding. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, just have leave a wreckage of a family behind them. 
I think there's maybe 15 of them, but oh, we can count really on. you really optimistic. I am. I'm feeling good today. <laughs> you, I'm feeling good. 15 out of uh, 435. Yeah. I that's... believe it could be done. I believe it could be done. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. For five consecutive quarters now, credit card balances have done nothing but go up overall. They are increasing at some of the largest rates that we have seen in 20 years. This year has been brutal for most Americans. Struggling with inflation, rising rates, just generally how expensive life is right now. If you're one of them, let me give you a possible path out. Give American Financing a call today. They're helping people just like you get out from underneath that debt burden and start to realize significant savings. Imagine saving $700 every month. That would go a long way. But that, that's the average of the, um, the, the people helping that they are helping out. The average customer will save about $700. The interest is tax deductible on your mortgage, unlike your credit card debt. Please, find out if they can help you at American Financing. Take some of that burden off your back. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. All righty. Welcome, uh, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, did you happen to see... Where some of our money is going, this is why government can't shut down. Because, of course, as we talked about earlier on the show, uh, you got the Ukraine situation where we're paying their salaries of 57,000 first responders. We're paying their Social Security benefits or their equivalent of it. Yeah. Paying uh, some of their politicians. Right. And some of their agencies. Yeah. Um, and uh, and just in general, keeping their economy afloat and giving them small business loans and all of yeah, those things. But yeah. yesterday, uh, Joe Biden talked about what we're also spending in the Pacific Island, mm. uh, uh, several Pacific Island nations. Mm-hmm. Uh, to can to you help. name some of those Pacific islands? That I can. Were... I can name Guam. Guam. Okay. And I can name. Um, Philippines? Uh, uh, no. No. No, not the Philippines. Uh, the um, American Samoa. American Samoa. And Guam. Guam and, and the other ones the just. The other ones are. They're so big, you can't remember them? <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. All right, but, but there's five of them. Here's what he said about uh, what we're going to give them for their infrastructure. So today I'm pleased to announce we're working with Congress to invest $40 billion in our hmm. Pacific Islands Infrastructure Initiative. We oh. call it the PI, anyway, it doesn't matter what we call it, but that's what it is. <laughs> because I can't say it. It's PII. I was going to get back to acronyms, uh. and I'm going I'm to stand uh. not doing that. Yeah, really yeah. funny. Uh, a really charming moment there. <laughs> but I think what was lost on everybody is, wait, what? We're giving them $40 billion for their infrastructure? There are, there's two American territories and then 12 more islands that we're just giving money to to fix their infrastructure for no cuz i guess we got so much money no you know what we the don't reason know what to is. do with we're it. trying to block china yes we we are we're but, trying to block but another china. 40 billion dollars yeah i don't have a problem with that spending the money that we have to print that causes inflation on the average everyday okay. american so you're like most americans no, I think most americans are saying i'm fine yeah, with fine. that how much is the price of milk i don't think i'm paying enough 
You know, <laughs> right? You know, I and this might help drive up that price. It will help drive so, up that price. The yeah, more we spend, so I'm excited. The higher the price of milk, and I think there's a lot of people like me that says, you know what, <laughs> milk is not expensive enough yet. And well, you're we looking can out get for dairy like farmers, 17, am I right? Well, no, they don't get any of the money. Oh, okay. But if we can get milk up to $17, $18 a half gallon, I think, you know, that's when I start to feel a little uncomfortable. 17 or $18, $18 a, half a half gallon. gallon. Yeah, that's when I think Americans mm-hmm. will say, hey, this might not be for me in the uh, Pacific <laughs> Islands. You know, I. And uh, when the gas prices are eight nine dollars a gallon oh i think people will love that Uh, i I mean california does yeah so uh you know you get up to Mm -hmm. 25 26 you know or restrictions that you could only be a special member of a special class to get the gasoline at 26 dollars i think that's on a certain day of the week that's when some people might say i don't know um i don't think this is working out Oh, those are the intolerant people. Intolerant. Those are Intol- the haters. Those will be the ones that are standing in the way of uh, progress. Yeah. Really. They have to be re-educated. They, We're going to have to send them to a camp. Men. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Uh, okay, so um, let me uh, let me just, uh, just play something else. Um, here's a flashback of Trudeau talking about the truckers in Canada. Listen to this. How much vitriol? Do we have to see of honk honk, which is an acronym for Hail Hitler? Do we need to see by these protesters on social media? Okay, honk honk <laughs> is akin to uh-huh. Heil Hitler. Honk honk. Okay. Then interesting. Uh, we had Trudeau going in to uh, announce in in Parliament there. A really great hero. He was a, well, he was a former SS Nazi. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoops, didn't get that one right. Wait until I play for you the the response from Trudeau. Because honestly, I've listened to it now three times and I don't know what he's saying. I, I mean, I really don't huh. understand what he's saying there. Um, but it was a, it was a great apology. Well, Can't wait to hear it. Was it an apology? <laughs> I'm not really sure. And by the way, tomorrow is the second presidential debate for the GOP. Mm. Yeah, on Fox. The Glenn Beck program. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. All right, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Your dog is also a listener of mine, okay? But you never thought of it that way. Your dog is sitting there listening to the show every day. He waits for you to turn it on because he doesn't have a posable thumbs you know so he turns it on uh and you know he knows the constitution he believes in the bill of rights and he's saying to himself he's the, he, this guy keeps talking about this yummy stuff that's good for me that you could put on my food and you're not doing it what's up with that and that's why he's looking at you with those eyes occasionally you'll see him he'll look at you kind of like with the sad eyes or the happy eyes or the Gee, why have you left me alone so long? What he's really saying, because I speak dog. I know your dog. Your dog calls my dog at night. What's up? I don't understand what's happening to my owner. So may I suggest you go to roughgreens.com slash back right now. Call 833-GLEN33. Get this supplement. You sprinkle on your dog's food so he'll stop looking at you like that with those accusing eyes. Mm. 833-GLEN33. 833-GLEN33 or roughgreens.com slash back. 
And don't forget to use the promo code Glenn to save $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I want to bring somebody on here. We're going to go back to uh, Canada in just a minute. Cash Patel is with us. He is a former Department of Defense chief of staff, former deputy director of national intelligence, and he has released a book today called Government Gangsters. This is a tell-all book that is a real tell-all book. Um, We welcome him to the program now. Cash, how are you, sir? I'm good, Glenn. Thanks so much for having me on. Um, I've got a, I've got a lot of questions. We're going to have to have you back maybe next week, but um, no problem. So Donald Trump said you're, he's going to use this book as a blueprint mm-hmm. to help take back the White House and remove these gangsters from government. Who really is running the country? Is it the president? Is it Congress? Or is it the deep state? No, I wish it was. I wish it wasn't the deep state. I wish I didn't write a book called "Government Gangsters" about taking out the deep state. I served for 16 years in Democratic and Republican administrations, and the entrenched class that I saw rise up the ranks and make themselves public when Donald Trump was uh, the president of the United States was not anything I expected in the United States of America. We fought them, doesn't matter if they were Republican or Democrat, more than we fought the levers of Congress, more than we fought the mainstream media, and more than we fought um, the political enemies that Donald Trump had. They think the levers of government and positions are there to serve their own egos. And I was shocked that you saw it, not just in DOD, but at DOJ, FBI, NSA. And, and you know, a good friend of mine was like, look, this is a moment in time in history where you have to put it out there for the American people to digest and understand in a credible fashion and not use hyperbole. And that was the mission with the government gangsters. Hopefully we, we did that. So um, was there a point, I mean, working, you know, 16, uh, 16 years, uh, did you think, Ah, this isn't true. At what point did you think, wait a minute, there might be something to this deep state idea? What was your first encounter that showed you how rotten to the core this thing really was? Well, I I was the lead prosecutor for the Benghazi terrorist attacks at Maine Justice. And that led me on the trail of the Hillary Clinton email fiasco. Of course, this was before anybody ever even knew about it. And when I raised that specter at DOJ, they thought I was out of my mind. And the rest is history. So when that happened, I said, wait a second, why are we not prosecuting the 17 terrorists that killed four Americans? I remember Attorney General Holder walked in the room and said, nope, we're only going to prosecute this one guy. Everything else is too political. And I was just I was floored. I was like, wait a second, I'm a career you know, national security prosecutor guy here trying to take out the bad guys and then fold that over into Russiagate, which I then ran for Chairman Devin Nunes. And I saw how the FISA court process was broken, was ruptured, and the FBI and DOJ committed unlawful acts to illegally surveil a presidential candidate. Whatever your politics are, I was just shattered uh, by that faith in justice, having used the FISA process to actually manhunt terrorists. So those two events sort of like gelled it together for me. And then, of course, Donald Trump gets elected, and it was on steroids after that. Yeah. So is there... um... But what is the percentage of people that are involved, knowingly involved, uh, and and how much of the government does it cover? All of it? 
it covers every agency and department, everything, all of it, all the administrative places, legislative, executive, even the judiciary. Now we've seen one of the moves I call for in government gangsters is we've seen those that don the black robe of justice on the bench uh, mediate uh, judicial rulings based on political ethos. And so I would say it takes up about 10 percent of all government bureaucracy, the deep state, the entrenched class. And that's why I think we have the ability to remove them and secure this country and the levers of justice again for the American people. If it was any more than that, we'd have a whole nother problem. But that 10 percent has become so powerful, they drown out. Then that's what I want to highlight in my book, the many great Americans that continue to do the mission. I get calls every day from people at the FBI, DOJ and DOD thanking us for the work we're continuing to do to try to correct course here. And why aren't they why aren't they why aren't there more of them standing up then? I, yeah, that's the great question. We try to do it. We try to help whistleblowers along. And I think um, the, the the political retaliation that you see for those that stand up, I mean, just look at a couple of the FBI whistleblowers. They were removed from their jobs, paid. Uh, their pay was suspended. One of them was moving across the country with four little children and couldn't afford to pay rent. That's what they do to you um, if you dare to come forward. So we have to build institutions to help them do that. We're working on all of that, but it takes Unfortunately, it takes time. And a lot of these people, they just want to serve. That's what they went to government to do is to serve quietly. And and um, I think you're right, though. We need some more people to come forward. So when when you think of the deep state, I think a lot of people think it's a bunch of Dr. Evils making plans in some you know underground dungeon, <laughs> you know, some cabal. What is it? How does it really work? What is it really like? You know, I think it used to be like that maybe 15, 20 years ago. Now the deep state is just in your face publicly out there because they use their mainstream media partners in the fake news. There is no deep state, no government gangsters without them. They leak information to them. They did it in Russiagate, Ukraine impeachment one, two, Hunter Biden laptop, 51 Intel letter, you name it. They have the playbook written out. When a political narrative is out there that they want to defeat, they get their, they call their few friends in government. And they say, okay, what do we want out there? How do we help defeat Donald Trump's agenda? How do we help defeat the conservative movement? And that is how they operate because they get full cover. In this two-tier system of justice, they know they are never going to get prosecuted internally as long as they are serving the mission of the government gangsters. And it's, again, it's not a Republican Democrat thing. In my book, I probably call out more Republicans than I do Democrat in the back index where I name every government gangster. Name some of them. Bill Barr, Mark Esper, Gina Haspel. Um, Rod Rosenstein, Chris Ray, Merrick Garland, Lisa Monaco, and so uh, probably uh, 70 others in the back of the book there. That's just a few. And have you connected them to each other, or is this just look at what they're doing? Uh, that must mean they're in the deep state. I will give you – that was the great point. I, I've connected them, and I'll give you a fantastic example. Rod Rosenstein, who wrote the unlawful FISA warrant against President Trump, who covered up um, the Devin Nunes and I's investigation on Russiagate when Chris Ray was the FBI director and they threatened to investigate us. A story for another day, but they actually did subpoena my records when I was a senior staffer on Capitol Hill. And Gina Haspel, who was the CIA station chief in London, who authorized the launch of Russiagate, um, later became CIA director. Do you know where Gina Haspel and Rod Rosenstein work today? At Christopher Ray's old law firm in Washington, D.C. Holy cow. Um... Is the next president, no matter who he is, is he going to be able to do this? I mean, if 10% of the government and all of the media, how does a president even begin to to operate and 
and shut these things down? Uh, it's 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 a it's a multi prong uh, sort of game that you have to level. And the one thing that you have to start with is personnel. And I think the one thing the Trump administration learned in the first term was you can't trust these entrenched government bureaucrats. And anyone that they've ever talked to and anyone that recommended them is out. We are working, I'm obviously in all in for President Trump, on the personnel package that should come with him um, should he win the presidency. But also what you need is Congress to come in and suspend the budgets of the people that have robbed us of our our system of justice at the FBI, at DOJ, and zero out these line items and eliminate the seats and the billets, as we call them, that just endlessly grow government morass to no end to feed places like the defense industrial complex. You have to have all three branches firing at the same time, but it starts with a huge personnel package and it starts with a massive, massive funding um, expenditure removal uh, based on corruption. When you're looking at the FBI, DOJ, CIA, intelligence, can they be fixed? Yes, they can. It's going to be a monumental list. I'll give you a little example I talk about in Government Gangsters. When I was Deputy Director of National Intelligence, we cut 10% of that workforce, even though everybody told us you can't fire anyone in government. That's just not true. Nobody had the will to do it. You got to go to Congress. You got to tell them, hey, take this out of our budget immediately. I don't want this seat. I don't want this position for next year. And you can remove people who've com- who committed acts of corruption and unlawful, unethical behavior. So you can do it. You just have to have the people across the board. We didn't have that. We had guys like Barr and Esper and Gina Haspel blockading <laughs> the Trump administration's mm. agenda and keeping their personnel protected. They all were talking to each other continuously. And remember, Rod Rosenstein agreed to wear a wire because the deputy director of the FBI, Andy McCabe, told him to do it against the sitting president. And this is the levels of corruption we have to fight against. But the bench, the good news is the bench exists. I've worked with them. I know them. A lot of them are still in. Some of them left and we can bring them all back. But we're going to need a leader, in my opinion, like President Trump to put all those pieces on the chessboard. Do you have do you think enough people in Washington in either party that you could cobble together the support to do this? Does anybody in 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 Congress or uh, the Senate in any great number exist? Yeah, to help you massive. It's not a massive number, but I'm out there on the campaign trail for a lot of conservative candidates in both the House and the Senate, and they subscribe to the same ethos. So you got to start somewhere, and it's not going to be an overnight success, and the deep state is going to come out uh, and attack these candidates going forward, but I think there's enough of a clan of us that can get this mission across, or at least start it up uh, over the next year, which is that my, my goal is to educate America through now until next November of the election cycle to say, this is the deep state, this happened, and this is what we must do to fix it. Then, well, hopefully, once we win all levers of government, we can come in and do it. I'd like to put a chalkboard uh, together with your help on on how this thing works and what needs to be done. I'd, so I'd love to have you back uh, at some point, maybe next week, when you get off of the uh, the book tour uh, crunch here. Uh, the name uh, The name of the book is Government Gangsters. He names names. He knows he was there. If we want to end this nightmare, a couple of things have to happen. The money has got to be cut. And the, uh, the Republicans, I, I shouldn't say the Republicans, the Freedom Caucus is working on that today. And they're hammering it out on each other. 
trying to get this thing done. You have to give the purse strings back to the Congress. And if Congress doesn't do anything, then we vote them out and we continue to do it in larger and larger numbers. But the other is going after the deep state and identifying who these people are and where they're hiding is the most important part. You've got to identify them. Are you worried at all, Cash, about, I mean, this is movie stuff. People have died for, for less than this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, look, it, it is uh, a, a scary sort of uh, roadmap that we've laid out, but it's the one that matters most to save this constitutional republic. So that's why there are people out there, whether it's me and you um, in the conservative voice movement that are out there that are putting the mission first, as I say, government gangsters. And I think we have enough of us to do it. But we've also got to take out the fake news media machine. And that's the bigger challenge, in my opinion, than taking out just the deep state government gangsters themselves. I think we can do it. Yes, it's going to be a brutal year. Um, But if we don't do it and we don't win in 2024, then that's it. Game over. Yeah. Thanks, Cash. I appreciate it. God bless. We'll talk to you again. Name of the uh, name of the book is Government Gangsters. It came out today. I will tell you, I think the mainstream media is losing its grip on America. That's why you're seeing people like Elon Musk and and, uh, Russell Brand, who may be guilty of some things, but this is a political takedown of him. Um, They are going to get stronger and stronger on trying to take people down because we are becoming very effective. If you're looking to buy or sell a home or both and somebody says to you, I know a person, most of the time, here's what you need to do. Run for your life. The person in question probably dips her her pinky toe into the real estate business by watching YouTube videos. You know, after getting a home from a long day of uh, sacking groceries, they come home and they're like, I want to I can be a real estate agent. Here's what you want. Here's what you actually need. When you're dealing with somebody as complicated and as important as buying and selling a home. This is your biggest investment of your life, most likely. You need to make sure it's a dedicated professional real estate agent who knows all the best practices and who's going to be able to walk into a room and tell you everything you need to do to prepare your house and who will listen to you and as a team to put together so you can get all of this done. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's where you're going to find that great real estate agent. Realestateagentsitrust.com. No matter where you are, just let us know. In the coming weeks, we're going to be talking about the American Covenant, which is something that George Washington did, our pilgrims did. And again, we made the covenant right after the Battle of Gettysburg. And uh, I firmly believe it is our only only chance of really, really surviving and reviving uh, our country. Uh, And I'm going to be talking about it on radio, but also Thursday, October 19th at 630 at the uh, Mountain America Exposition Center uh, in uh, Utah. You can come with your family. I recommend you bring your older kids, uh, you know, your teenagers, and anybody who can sit through it. It's $10 a seat, uh, and I'm going to be talking about 
what is a covenant nation? How do we know America is one of those? And what it means. We'll be talking about that in the Constitution and the survival of the greatest country ever to uh, be on Earth, in my humble opinion. Pat Gray, uh, let me uh, thank you, first of all, for being here. But let me play um, from Canada, Justin Trudeau explaining, uh, you know, apologizing about the Nazi they heralded. Obviously, it's extremely upsetting that this happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, The speaker speaker has uh, acknowledged his mistake uh, Mm -hmm. and has apologized. Uh, But this is something that is deeply embarrassing to the Parliament of Canada and, by extension, to all Canadians. Uh, I think particularly of Jewish MPs and all members of the Jewish community across the country who are uh, celebrating Yom, or commemorating Yom Kippur today. Uh, I think it's going to be really important that all of us push back against Russian propaganda, Russian disinformation, and continue our steadfast and unequivocal support for Ukraine. (laughs) Hold it. Uh, Can it stop? Sorry to say, I don't understand. Where did that come from? I don't know. Where? Who was saying this was Russian propaganda? This is the guy. This is a guy coming from Ukraine, right? And Parliament right. putting him up in the balcony like we do on, you know, the uh, the presidential speech every year, the State of the Union. And How is saying, that Russian propaganda? That's not Russian, but How? I, I wow. don't know. Wow. It's just Bizarre. words. Words to these people mean nothing anymore. The Glenn Beck Program.